This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Happy hump day, everybody. Yes. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. We're going to start this show the same way we start every show, with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. It's the three at 1203. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. Uh, very exciting news for all of America. Free tacos. What? what? Free tacos? Free tacos. You get a taco. And you, you get, get a taco. You get a taco and we have one person to thank. Let's talk about uh, it. Let's talk about it indeed. We have one person to thank and that person is Mookie Betts of the Red Sox. What's a Mookie Betts? That's well, a person? Yes. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say a lot of gobbledygook, but all you need to know, Bradley, is free tacos. Um, for the second, ye- no, sorry, seventh year in a row, Taco Bell did a promotion where the first person to steal a base in the World Series means a free taco, a free Doritos Locos taco for every person in America. Wow. And we have uh, Mookie Betts of the Red Sox to thank because in the first inning of he last night's World Series, he stole a base. We're encouraging theft now? Yes. Okay. And uh, here we go. So, oh, here's all you need to know. On Thursday, November 1st, between 2 o'clock and 6 o'clock p.m., that's when you get your free taco. Listen to this. Here's Andrew Benintendi, 9 for 38 in the postseason after hitting 290. During the regular year, there goes Betts. A late swing and a throw down to second gets into center on a steal by Mookie Betts. Free tacos! Wow. Free tacos. I didn't tacos. understand any of that, but I really like free tacos! Yeah. Okay, so again... When do I get my free taco? Thursday, November 1st, between 2 and 6 p.m., free tacos, Taco Bell. It's a Doritos Locos taco. One free one. I like that. Okay? I love the Doritos Locos tacos. Put it tacos. on your calendar. Done and done. All right, ready to move on? Yes, let's do it. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. Okay, so as you mentioned, you didn't understand a word of what you heard. Yeah, no, I don't. I I mean, I kind of get baseball. Like, it's actually the only sport I can watch and kind of understand what's actually happening as compared to, say, football, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. I agree with you about that. Well, um, as you know, the World Series began last night. I mean, I didn't until you said it, but now I do. Game number one of the World Series. How many games are there? Well, it sort of depends on how seven, possibly seven. There are seven total, depending on how many are won. Okay, so it's the best of seven. 
Do we get tacos every time? No, okay. no. All right. But here's what you need to know. My son, Ali, has vowed to update you. Oh, good. On every game because he does. Teach me something. He does know the game of okay. baseball. Awesome. So here is my son, Ali, my 12-year-old Ali, with his game one update on the World Series. Fabulous. Here is Kemp. Fly ball into left. Back at the wall. Let's get a World Series update from someone who actually follows sports. Here's Colleen's kid, Ollie. This is Ollie with their World Series update. The Boston Red Sox were the best team in baseball through the regular season, and they proved it again last night, beating the Los Angeles Dodgers 8-4 at Fenway Park. Now They now lead the series one game to zero. The game was close to the bottom of the seventh inning, with the Red Sox holding a slim 5-4 lead. Pinch hitter Pedro Nunez came to the plate and hit a three-run homer to put the Sox up 8-4. And that will seal the game, seal the deal. Game two is tonight at Fenway Park. This is Ollie with your World Series update. That's adorable. That's Ollie with your World Series update. So, uh, Bradley. And he's, the, he's the baseball expert at home, correct? He is. Well, one of them. I mean, both my boys play baseball, and they're both experts. In fact, just this morning, I mean, there was a lot of baseball talk at our oh, house. I bet. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, if I say to you, Nunez hit it over the green monster, what does that mean? I have no clue. Okay, well, he just, I mean, he just explained to you. Is that the Grinch? Who's Nunez? He's the, he just said it in the thing. Baseball player? Pinch hitter. Okay, that guy. He hit a three-run homer. Oh, a home run. And when I say he hit it over the green monster, what does that mean? The fence. Okay. No. Kind of. So the green monster (laughs) at Fenway Park is, it is legendary. It's the scoreboard at the, at the back of the park. They call it the green monster. Interesting. Does it look like a monster? No, they just call it the green monster. And in fact, the green monster is also the, their, that's sort of their, um, their mascot also it's this green green thing you know but the green monster is the scoreboard yeah, 37.2 yeah. feet high left field wall at there Fenway Park so who knew I so learned he something hit it over the green monster I have now learned something thank you Ollie yeah you're welcome so that is and get look forward to game two's update tomorrow he will I do have I'm one gonna for learn you. something every yeah, day so who's playing in the World Series there's Red Sox I know that I don't know what the other one and was Dodgers yes. Dodgers ooh yes and what's exciting People about have lots of opinions about those guys I who bet. what uh, what Twins players playing for the Dodgers now I don't anyone know. it's very exciting that guy he was. Traded like mid-season what? from the Twins. I love how you talk Brian to us Dozier. like we would know this. I'm just saying people care because Brian Dozier. Oh, yeah. Right. He's that guy, isn't he? Moving on. Okay. Here's what we have for you behind <laughs> door number three. Just giving you reasons to care, you guys. Uh, okay. So speaking of reasons to care, well, you're going to have a reason to have an opinion. How about this one? Uh, we're going to move on to Megan Kelly. Oh, okay. Some words that she said yesterday. Alrighty. Okay. And I'm sorry, but we got to talk about it, kids. So gather around. Okay. Let's have a listen oh. to what Megan Kelly said about <gasps> Halloween costumes yesterday on the on her show. Okay. Oh, all right. One moment, please. Oh, okay, we're getting ready oh, here. Here she. She's is. kind of 
Sleepy today or what? Yeah. Well, it is racist because because so truly you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes. black face yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like I, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Yeah, if somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and, and you should be able to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. You gotta yeah, you got to be able to take it. One of the things they mentioned is people dressing up like Nazis and this. If you think it's offensive, it probably yeah. is. Yep. There was a controversy on The Real Housewives of New York with Luann, as she dresses Diana Ross, and she made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know, I felt like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how like that got racist on Halloween. It's not like it, she's walking around I, I in general. I have not seen it, but you, it sounds you a little have racist watched to me. It. me too. And by the way... I haven't seen the other, but if she really wanted to look like Diana Ross, she should have dressed as Michael Jackson. Because they... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was a conversation they had yesterday, a spirited conversation. Mm-hmm. A bunch of white people talking about um, what to or not to dress as for Halloween. But Megan Kelly was forced to apologize, and she actually did today. Now, you know, you can have, obviously, everybody's got their own opinions about this, but I think this was an obvious... Thing that she could have avoided completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is to put her foot in her mouth. If you want to give her the benefit of the doubt, you could say at the very least she put her foot in her mouth. Um, at the very worst, though, you could say that she's trying to stir up some animosity and, um, you know, controversy because perhaps her show needs some uh, eyeballs on it. Yeah. I struggle that in 2018, that that she is disconnected enough from this conversation that she can honestly <laughs> behave as though this is a, sh- a shock to her. Yeah, you mean that that the the reaction was a shock to her. Yeah, that she like I have a hard time with all of that. That in 2018 she clearly. Either is pretending to not understand what is wrong with what she said. Yeah. Well, okay. And to just be clear, what she said was that when she grew up, it was okay to to dress in blackface, which um, I I'm about the same age as Megyn Kelly. I think maybe Mm -hmm. she's I think actually we're the same age. Mm -hmm. Forty three. I don't don't remember that. I don't think we're supposed to do that. Also, there were. To be perfectly, if we're just going to talk about things that were okay when I was young that aren't okay now, there were plenty of things. Like, for example, I'm 99% sure when I came home from the hospital, my mom (laughs) carried me in her arms. That's not okay anymore. You know, just because it was okay. I didn't have a car seat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just because it was okay when you were young doesn't mean it's okay now when we know better, we do better, right? There were words that we used yeah. at a certain time that we don't use now. I wasn't allowed now. to be, you know, who I am. So Exactly. Mostly. So, yeah, your point is well made. Um, and I just thought we needed to talk about it because it's one of those things where I think oftentimes when we hear conversations like this, we want to run the other direction because it seems controversial, but it really isn't controversial. Mm-mm. What was controversial, I think, was um, that she thought, thought this wouldn't be controversial, right? Yeah. So, or, or maybe the word isn't controversial, but that she thought that this would be an acceptable topic is is somewhat shocking. And here's what I also find shocking, that nobody else that she was talking to had the uh, cojones in the moment to say what we all clearly were thinking when we listened to those words. I shouldn't say all of us, because everybody has their own opinion, but um, most of us probably would agree like, um, yeah, no, we don't do that. 
that's not okay. And you had these people like Melissa Rivers who are trying to use humor and um, then other people sort of like giving us some nuanced conversation about it. It's like, yeah, actually blackface is a thing. Uh-huh. We don't do it. There's a history. I mean, there's a morality to why we don't do it. There's also a history to why we don't right. do it specifically that clearly she is either not aware of or choosing to not consider. Well, and this is what's frustrating to me about that. And, and we could dig deeper about this, uh, you know, at some point. Um, but what's frustrating to me is knowing that this was going to be a topic on the show. Well, yeah, why, a producer, was, why was there not a right? producer or somebody on that panel yes. that didn't do the research to say to her, hey, Megan, I'm going to like, I think you need to understand the topic better. I, I'd like to to show you why historically this is offense, not only offensive, but like flat out wrong. And as a culture, we've decided it's wrong. And I also think to we're having nuance. That's what Mm -hmm. we do because we're not just, you know, black and white. No pun intended. Mm -hmm. Um, That she was conflating two conversations. I think I think perhaps the way this conversation was framed was, you know, people are getting too sensitive about controversial costumes that is a different conversation than blackface Mm -hmm. blackface is a very specific thing and it has no place in halloween or anywhere else but there's a very specific history attached to it the con the conversation about how our tastes and how our attitudes and opinions about halloween costumes have changed to me is a valid conversation to have Mm -hmm. and i almost wonder if that was the way the conversation was framed in the planning of it because then it just sort of teased out in a different way you could like for example we probably all would admit that you know wearing native american um uh clothing Mm -hmm. during halloween is no longer an acceptable costume right right when you and i were kids it certainly was sure um, also sexy costumes, mm-hmm. you know, uh, revealing costumes, maybe once, I mean, they still are very acceptable, but that's like another part of that conversation. Right. What's acceptable and what's not acceptable in Halloween con, uh, uh, costumes. I just think she, all of a sudden throw conflate something completely unrelated and unattached and make, made her look kind of ignorant, not kind of very ignorant, totally ignorant. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back, we've got Elizabeth Reese bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with a wheelbarrow full of dirt. Hi, friends. Hi, lady. I'm getting some conflicting reports on this Jennifer Garner. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Relationship. I need you to help me get through the weeds here, okay? We'll do okay. our very best. Uh, so this morning I was talking about uh, Jennifer Garner in the 820 Dirt Alert with Jason and Alexis and Dawn, and I said that uh, she's very seriously dating this guy named John Miller. He's a CEO of this company called Cali Group, and Cali Group owns um, the Cali Burger chain. Which I don't even has, know what that is, but I'd like it, to it eat it. Is owns, that a food thing? Yes, it's a food okay, thing. And, it, and the company also owns this company called Miso Robotics. What's interesting is that the two really combine because Cali Burger has a special robotics technique that flips burger patties. Oh, fun. Oh, fun. So, of course, what happens to me is that I see Jennifer Garner dating this new guy. Who is this guy? Oh, where do these burgers? Can we get these burgers? What's happening with yeah. these burgers? Right. There are 50 of them. I don't think there are any around here. Okay. That being said, then the story from People magazine is that Jennifer Garner is casually dating John Miller, a source saying he hasn't met her kids. Who do we believe? <gasps> I don't know. Well, I tend to believe uh, our source, NT Lawyer, uh, who would say they're very seriously dating. This is and great. they have been for quite some time. I and be surprised, that right? she has been waiting for this divorce to be final so that she could debut this relationship to the uh, world at large. This source saying Jen has been wanting to move on and now that the divorce is finalized, she finally can. She has had no choice but to be patient since Ben needed to finish his rehab treatment, but she was ready to sign the papers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I tend to believe that this probably has been going on for some time and and maybe the uh, narrative that this is a newer relationship is more about kind of the appearance. Yeah, well, of course, of she's all not about wanting appearance. to look like she's dancing yeah. on also, the, the marriage's grave. Please consider for a moment why we continue to talk about these two. Uh, I, now, I know there are actual stories happening because we are but, in love with them. OK, but why <laughs> are you? And when you think about it, Jennifer Garner. I know. What does she do? She has. Um, she likes farms. She does that she, commercial for that credit card. Capital but One. She's so cute. And okay, so she's cute. But there's Gina a lot of cuties. So sweet. She was in thirteen, going on thirty. I loved that. My she's point making is, baby food. We don't talk about people unless they want us to talk about them. So that leads me to believe mm-hmm. that she's telling a story. You guys know that you're turning into conspiracy theorists, right? Turning? We Girl, know. we were there like a year ago. We invented conspiracy. Th- no, we didn't. No, you didn't invent it. <laughs> it's fun, though. But you should have a new tagline for your show. <laughs> Tune into Cobra for conspiracy theories. Dun, dun, yeah. dun. Seriously. Maybe we could tweak that a little society. bit. Yeah. 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 Seriously, it's... That's it's, fair. It's look, we go we go there and then we come back. It's a nice destination for a vacation, but mm-hmm. we don't live there. No. Okay. So we're willing to entertain your truth. <laughs> Guys, Post Malone has spent over forty thousand dollars on Postmates deliveries in one okay. year. Now this if he's this requested is three thousand total items. An endorsement opportunity. I don't know what is. He True. made more than 660 orders in 52 cities nationwide, spending upwards of $40,000 on the app. If you're not familiar with Postmates, I mean, it's a delivery service kind of similar to like Bite Squad and Instacart combined mm-hmm. because they do restaurants, but then they also do like stores. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like mm-hmm. I've never used them. I have not used it either because I looked into it and then I found that the competitors that I use for those things were a better fit for me. Mm-hmm. So. 
I didn't end up using it. Um, but you can use it here. You can mm-hmm. get Postmates. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're spending forty thousand dollars on Postmates, because every time I hear it, I think of Post-its, and then I think of postal carriers, and it's just a weird. Yeah, right? well, because it sort of Random makes you thought. think of like things coming through the mail, yeah. not necessarily like a piping hot food delivery. Yeah, he um, orders the most. The, the number one order that um, Post Malone makes on Postmates is a twelve pack of beer, but he also loves chicken. Spicy sandwiches, trays of tenders. He orders lots of Chick Fil A, Burger King, Raisin Cane. I'm telling Big you, Daddies that is a sponsored Ooh, story. That whole that everything you just read to me, that was a deal that was drawn up between Post Malone and Postmates. <laughs> and if it's not, somebody lost money. Exactly, and, and that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. And I need to talk to them about how to do business. I always wonder about Miranda Lambert and Blake Shelton and what they do when they run into each other at country things because newsflash, Nashville isn't that big. The country music scene isn't that big. And I thought about this recently when I was in Nashville at the Country Music Hall of Fame, or rather, I'm sorry, the Grand Ole Opry, because Blake Shelton is the one who narrates like the intro video when mm-hmm. you do the tour. And there's a shot of him ex- getting notified that he's going to be a member of the Grand Ole Opry. And Mar- they take a shot of Miranda Lambert being so happy because this is when they were married. Uh-huh. Now, uh, apparently, they really work hard not to run into each other. They filmed this Elvis anniversary special earlier this month. They both performed at the Elvis comeback special taping at Universal Studios. And um, they were under the same roof, but did not see each other or cross paths. There's a whole team that has lots of handlers making sure that happens. Elizabeth Reese, I will never have handlers to make sure we don't run into you. (laughs) Thank you for that beautiful dirt alert. We need a caller to play our 30-second Pop Culture Challenge, 651 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We do it every day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is a Bradley trainer. Hi. And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today? We've got Ashley on the line. And Bradley, what is Ashley playing for? Ashley, you are playing for a pair of tickets to Thunder from Down Under at Mystic Lake Casino Ooh. Friday, November 2nd. All right, Ashley, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. Who stars in the workout video series Sweatin' to the Oldies? Average Simmons. Who founded Facebook? Um, Mark Zuckerberg. Jennifer Garner just got a divorce from what celebrity? Ben Affleck. Superman lives in what city? Oh, Pass. Morris the Cat is the mascot for what pet food brand? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, let's go back to Superman. Superman lives in what city? Oh, oh Ashley. Ashley. I'm so sorry you did sorry, not hon. win those hot mans. No. Nope. Uh, Superman <laughs> lives in what city? Superman lives in Metropolis, otherwise known as Metropolis. And or Morris. Metropolis. And uh, Morris the cat is the cat mascot for what pet food brand? Nine lives. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. Oh, wait, that's meow, 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 meow. Bloops. Meow. Sorry about it. Meow. And now that we have answered all of those questions, we can move on and solve some mysteries. We do that in the form of blind items that Holly has studied and brought to us 
in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with the women selected for this annual reality event and the star of that show. Here's your blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. The women selected for this annual reality event were assured prior to the season they would not have to marry the star. They're all basically competing to be the star of the permanent spinoff of the show. Even the producers know what is up with the star. Um, Wait, what? The women selected for the annual reality... I mean, this is it The Bachelor? The Bachelor? Okay. Okay, tell us more, yes. Holly. Yeah. The women selected for The Bachelor were assured prior to the season they would not have to marry the star. These ladies are all basically competing to be the star on The Bachelorette. Oh, for mm. goodness sake. But, but even the producers know what is up with the star. That's the, the $64,000 question yeah, from 1976. What is up with the star? What, what's up with the star? Well, the star of The Bachelor is a gentleman, I believe, who is named Colton. This is the one that is allegedly Colton the Virgin. Yes, this is allegedly Colton the Virgin. So is I mean, Colton his, the he's virgin. not allegedly Colton. He is Colton. Yes. He's allegedly a Yes, remember the when they announced his uh, starring role in the upcoming season of The Bachelor that people were making a big deal about the fact that Colton may have not had uh, the sexual full, relations. full relations. Even the producers know what's up with the star. Well, Does that mean he doesn't like ladies? Yeah. Oh. If you were to believe crazydaysandnights.net, Colton is not particularly interested. And having a female okay. companion. This, to me, feels like it might have been an opportunity to have, you know, him find his yes. man. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, call me crazy. I've I mean, called I, other weird I, look, things. I was just Googling to see if he's gay because Google will tell you these things. <laughs> Google I don't see anything all. about it. Um, it. You know, I did can, you not talk about that at the meeting? We haven't had, we've had a lot of other things to talk about. Right. John Travolta, mm-hmm. you know, Lady Gaga's movie, A Star is Born. There was a whole fight about that. You, <laughs> I mean, you got the old queens and these new queens who think Gaga is everything. And all those of us in the corner who are going, shaking our heads, going, please, we have seen this before. <laughs> anyway, we have not yet you gotten did not get to, to this item on the agenda. On the agenda. <laughs> but I will say, that it would not surprise me. See, you know, our good friend Elizabeth Reese just gave us crap, essentially, in her beautiful, positive, affirming Elizabeth Reese way for being prone to conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. The thing is, I don't I I can live in a world. I imagine that the, it is possible in this world that there are people who still hide their sexuality, mm-hmm. even though for the most part, people don't do that anymore. At least to the tune that they used to, mm-hmm. Rock Hudson, Gary, Cary Grant, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, but I'm still believing that's possible. So is John it Travolta. possible? Sure, mm-hmm. John Travolta. Um, whether or not this particular case, if that thought theory has any legs, I don't have any knowledge. I have not slept with the man. Is mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Yeah. This is all speculation from NT Lawyer. Interesting. Crazy days and nights. But we'll keep our our sniffers on it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Our next blind item. Let's think about an A plus list showrunner. An A plus list showrunner. The subject of this blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. 
also think maybe of one of his good friends. Here we go. This A-plus list showrunner just made a big charitable donation and put the word out that he wanted the maximum press coverage possible. The showrunner had originally planned to make this donation a couple of years in the future. Once he had learned of the upcoming bad press about one of his good friends, the showrunner moved up his timeline. Savvy insurance policy in case any questions come his way. Can I? Mm-hmm. May I? Mm-hmm. Of course. Is his name Ryan Murphy? And is his friend Brian Singer? Mm-hmm. This is going to get dirty. If you believe these rumors, go ahead, Holly. Uh, this is going to be fireworks. Ryan Murphy just made a big charitable donation to the Los Angeles Children's Hospital and put the word out that he wanted the maximum press coverage possible. Ryan Murphy had originally planned to make this donation a couple of years in the future. But once he learned of the upcoming bad press about one of his good friends who may or may not be director Brian Singer, Ryan Murphy moved up the timeline. Savvy insurance policy in case any questions come his way. Now, we did talk about this at the meeting. Oh, interesting. This made the agenda. No, actually, we don't have meetings. But that would be a subject for sure. And I, I cannot wait to, um, to because it's GQ, right? That's who we're waiting for? Yes. GQ is allegedly publishing a big article about director Brian Singer. Do we have sometime an ATT? Okay, I was going to Because these have been rumors ask- for years yeah. and not just anti lawyer. Yeah, and we don't have an ETA yet on this uh, big article out of GQ. No, not yet. But remember last week, I believe Brian Singer put out a preemptive uh, dismissal of any accusations mm-hmm. that may come out in this article that are against him. Interesting. And, and uh, you know... And then this donation, the, the story of this donation from Ryan Murphy came out just, what, yesterday or the day prior? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday, so... Interesting. There are just for those who maybe don't know the background. Uh Brian Singer's been um, accused of sexual assault of underage men. Mm -hmm. That would be boys, teenage boys. Um, I believe I haven't done all of the reading behind it, but we've seen these and heard these rumors for years that he Mm -hmm. there's this like ring in Hollywood. Yeah, and there was. I mean, yeah, and it's not just Brian Singer. No, and there. Yes, and there has been. Oh yeah, I mean it goes. It goes incredibly, incredibly deep, at least from rumors that we have heard circulating for years now. Um, and there there will if if lots comes out based on rumors we've heard, there will be people implicated that might be very shocking and might shed light on some other newsy events that we have read about in the past. Mm. I, without like getting into yeah. it, I'm sure it will come to light at some point. All right. One last blind item. Yes. Blinded by the item. Uh, let's think about a movie. A movie let's. about a singer. That is the subject of this blind item from Crazy Days and Nights.net. Also the movie studio, too. Cool. So this movie studio went so far as to throw around some junkets. Junket. Junkets. Yeah, I can talk to a couple of their favorite trades to see if they could come out of the gate with stellar reviews about this new biopic being released. Not even with that money being thrown around, could they get anything close to a positive review for the new movie about a singer? Yeah, it's the what is it called? It's the Freddie Mercury one. Oh, what's Bohemian it called? Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa, mm-hmm. interesting. I thought the buzz was going to be good on that mm-hmm. one. Apparently, it's it a not. big old stinky stink. Mm-hmm. All right, so Warner Brothers went so far as to throw around some junkets to a couple of their favorite trades to see if they could come out of the gate with stellar reviews about Bohemian Rhapsody. Not even with that money being thrown around, could they get anything close to a positive review Ooh. for the new Queen movie? 
That's not good. That is, um, it's kind of surprising because I feel like, again, there was some good buzz. Now, what's interesting is that um, I had initial thoughts and concerns about this film because I felt like they were going to maybe sideline some of the realities about the life of uh, Freddie Mercury. But um, then people were coming. But what's interesting, haha, so this makes me believe that this story is true about the fact that they're trying to, you know, gym. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Up attention. You'll remember that they, um, or maybe you don't, I th- I don't remember if we talked about it. Sorry, I'm thinking on the fly. I saw a story yesterday about one of the actresses in the movie coming to the movie's defense in its portrayal of Freddie Mercury's personal life. Why that's interesting is because why would one of the stars be speaking out in defense of the film other than to get attention for the film? Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. In any other situation, I don't feel like you would have one of your stars court controversy around the film right and and i think uh from what i understand the 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 criticism of the film is that it it doesn't is to your point it does not really accurately portray much about freddie mercury's life because it is endorsed by or it's you know sort of blessed by Queen, the band Queen. They they really saw it as an opportunity to get their brand cemented. Exactly, and so it tell it doesn't tell the story as as you the viewer a want to see it and b know it. Uh, they are sort of running it through the lens of how they want it to be seen. Right. And a lot of consensus uh, about this movie is that Rami Malek himself, as Freddie Mercury, he does a good job in that performance itself, but the rest of the movie just crumbles around it. Right. And there's nothing to sustain an entertaining film That's or you're not learning anything. It's way too bad. Yeah. It's way too bad. Oh, it's tragic. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's really unfortunate. All right. When we come back, you may have heard uh, that the Mega Millions... Nay, the Mega Billions Oof. has been awarded to one lucky person. Wasn't me. It wasn't me. Na, 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 na. But it was somebody. We'll talk about it after this on My Talk 1071. A lot yeah! of money. A lot, a lot, a lot of money. Woo! It's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer and somebody won all that money. Bradley Trainer, yes, it was did. it was not us. Okay, so actually, none of you listening won, unless you're streaming the show in South Carolina, because one lucky listener. I hope you're listening, because God, if you are, we love you so much, and we so will do much. anything for free money. So much. One lucky listener in South Carolina won one point six. Billion dollars! That's crazy! It is unheard of. That is a an record-setting jackpot. By the way, let me. Can I just give you a few details? Yeah, so please do. That uh, jackpot was worth uh, an estimated one point six billion dollars, uh, and <laughs> that's the first time 
that anybody in the state of South Carolina has won the Mega Millions. Um, I think somebody in South Carolina also won the, like, if you get everything plus, or uh, I should say everything but the Mega Million ball, mm-hmm. you win a, uh, is it a million dollars? Yeah, I think a million dollars. And I think one person won that in South Carolina. Here in Minnesota, the most you likely won, if you haven't checked your tickets yet, and can I tell you I haven't checked my tickets yet? I hope those listeners we gave numbers to yesterday won, because remember, mm-hmm. they'll be giving us $107,000, although if they only won 10000 maybe they'll it's give fine. us $107. Like $7 would be fine. Anyway, I can tell you that according to the Minnesota Lottery, seven tickets matched four of the first five numbers plus the Mega Ball, which makes them worth $10,000 each. That's amazing. So still, you still want to check your tickets. You also... Want to make sure that if you're in the the lottery mood, you buy your Powerball tickets. Yes. Because, of course, the Powerball is tonight, and that has another hefty, hefty jackpot. Like a big old jackpot. Yep. I'm trying to get the total, which I'll get for you. Um, uh, I think it's 600 and some odd million Million. dollars. I mean, okay, so, but 1.6 billion dollars. 1.6 billion dollars. Goes to one winner. One person. In South Carolina. One yahoo. Okay, so our boss said to us, very, like, it came, rolled off her tongue in no time. She's been doing this all week. She, yeah, like, trying to, like, crush our dreams. She goes, that is a life-ruining amount of money. And I'm like, light ruin my Every life. time you say what? like the lottery, what's it, what what it's up to? She's like, oh, that'll destroy you. I'm like, I don't Thanks. quite understand that because the only way that kind of money is gonna ruin your life is if you spend it all real quick. And I think, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. One point six billion. I don't even know. That's like eating an elephant. I don't know how you go about spending $1.6 billion to the point that it is gone. Because when you read those stories about people, it's like then they spent through all the money and now they're living in a shoe. Well, because we did read stories about like one lady lost it all in a night at the casino. Like she won her like hundreds of millions of dollars. Like, how do you do do? I mean, have you ever not had a lot of money? I'm not saying you're like loaded, but uh, we've all had that point in our life where we had yeah. to be far more budget conscious. And maybe for some people it's right now where you like you think you're fine. And then you start. At, I, I used to do this thing where I'd be like, there's my bank is lying to me because mm-hmm. there's no way I spent that much money this month. Right. And then you're like, oh, the latte yeah, here. Yeah. The, um, you know, parking there, Mm -hmm. the, you know, strippers, uh, singles here. What? I I don't remember that. that. No, I Um, just don't remember that part of my You were drunk because you had a few cocktails and that added to the list as well. So I totally get that and I can totally relate to that. So I can see how people could blow through tens, hundreds of millions of dollars without even realizing it. And then all of a sudden they don't have anything left. Okay, but Bradley, one point, you can see how somebody could blow through one. I want you to understand what you're saying. 1.6 1.6 billion dollars. Yeah, you can money. see how yeah. somebody could just blow through 1.6 oh billion. I could easily just rattle off a half a dozen things that would blow that in five minutes. I mean, I don't think I would do that. I would hope that I was a more thoughtful person, but you could spend that money in no time at all. Okay. Okay. I'm 
you, I'm going to challenge you then. Okay. Because if you think you can, I mean, I, I feel like you feel like you could do that. So I'm going to just go ahead. No, I could totally do that. And I'm going to challenge you to spend $1.6 I mean, the challenge really is to narrow down the things that I want to buy, to be quite honest. Can I just give you one thing that I would totally buy? Get rich! Yeah. Oh, oh, Holly's got like, Ooh, she's I got music. music. Hey, okay, so. I'm just going to blow it all in one wad right here. Please don't say those words to me, but pretending that you now have fake won $1.6 billion, your job is to now blow that wad of cash, Bradley. Blow that wad of cash. Okay, so what are you going to, you're going to spend it down. What are you going to spend it on? Uh, Well, the first. I'll give you the whole show to spend it all. Oh, okay. So I don't have to spend it all at once. No. Um... But buy, make one large purchase right now. Okay, well... I'm keeping track. I'm keeping track. Here's the first thing that I'm going to buy. Okay. Let me just make sure I've got this correct. You literally here. have one minute to make a purchase right now. I'm going to buy Culver's. Culver's? Yeah, I, Culver's is my favorite burger place. Okay. So I'm just going to buy it! Okay, how much is Culver's? Well, it's a franchise. It's mm. only going to cost me... 1.9 million. Throw two. I want two because when I'm in St. Paul, I want to... Culver's, and then when I'm in Minneapolis, I want one. So that's what four million dollars. Okay, four million. Done and done. Okay, Bradley has now spent four million of that's his like, one point six. All right, I've got that written down on your just very large started. credit card. That's like an appetizer. Card. That's like an appetizer. That's like half a butter burger. All right, uh, Bradley Trainer spending through one point six billion dollars. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, question for you: How old is too old? For trick-or-treating, 651-641-1071. How old is too old for trick-or-treating? At NetApp, we're, dare we say, in love with the cloud. And we're consumed by its epic potential. For years, we've been fine-tuning our approach. Heck, we love the cloud so much, we integrated all our data management experiences into it. NetApp makes the cloud work smarter and harder by letting you connect your data no matter where it is, access and securely manage your data, automate processes and optimize infrastructure, unlocking all your data's possibilities. Tap now or visit netapp.com slash love to see how amazing the cloud can be. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show and you definitely got tickets and drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. 